Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to a Skyrimatic podcast where I will discuss my adventures and misadventures through Skyrim. Join me. Add your stories, add your tales. Let's uh, let's get into this thing. Uh, hello everyone. I am back for a uh, little regular regular uh, legendary talk here. <laughs> <laughs> so uh left oh i'm i I was really loud there sorry about that Whew, god yelling and stuff so uh, i'm back on my uh legendary um uh, dark elf dark elf wood elf sorry wood elf uh female Cresia, i believe is the name um and last I left, I was uh, getting close. I was in the 90s and enchanting. So I kind of was like, you know what? And I was one away from the double enchant perk. So I'm going through Dawnguard uh, in case we don't remember. Uh, I am going through Dawnguard right now. I had, I believe as of last episode, um, we're, um, Serana and I were about to go back to the castle and find her mother. So, that is where we left off. So, I went on some side journeys because I had to uh, bulk up a bit before we went and did that. I uh, just wanted to get some gear, get my enchanting to 100 to get the double enchant perk. Uh, went up to Iron Blind Barrow, got the Fiery Soul Trap. So, I'd have like that plus uh, some other kind of enchantment on my weapons. Um, also, so, doing that, went up, did the whole Iron Blind thing. And, like, the way there was just nonstop vampire and dragon attacks. <laughs> there was, like, three of them on the way there from Whiterun. And I'm like, oh, God. And I didn't really have anywhere super close to it to fast travel to that I've been to. So I was like, yeah, let me just, I'll just run up there and I'll see some stuff along the way or whatever. Maybe pick up some gear, make some money. Because I'm still making money, I, I'm you know. I only have like twenty thousand gold, um, so like I'm not rolling in dough. So I still pick up stuff that's valuable and things like that. So made my way up there, and we just had a hell of a time. <laughs> Serana is a great tank, obviously. Um, she's very helpful, and you can sneak and shoot lot, shoot lots of arrows. Also, uh, two of the dragon attacks uh, coincided with vampire attacks, so that was helpful, also. <laughs> Because basically the vampires and dragons attacked each other. And so that worked for a while. And then, you know, I, I obviously died a bunch in the middle of these things. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, so I made it up to Iron Blind. 
Uh, worked my way through there. Got the uh, Fiery Soul uh, enchantment, which is on... Um, it's like sitting on the back of a, a chair. Uh, let me quick look up Iron Blind. I forget. There was a, I think there was a shout there also. But yeah, so we did that and uh, worked my way back to White Run. Got everything up to 100. I redid all my gear and put double enchants on everything so I had less stuff. So I didn't have like smithing and alchemy gear. I just had, you know, the joint gear where I could have the joint gear. Uh, things that you could enchant with both, uh, things like that. Just just redid all my gear. Uh, put one-handed end and uh, archery on everything that I could put both on as opposed to having switch back and forth, which makes it easier because now I can work on my backstab stuff. So, you know, that that's pretty helpful. So Iron Blind, you get the Iron Blind. There's people outside and they're like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, we're going to go in too, blah, blah, blah. And they go in. I, you know what? Iron Blind, I didn't even fight a lot. I was just like, all right, suckers, later. Uh, kicked on some invisibility and snuck all the way to the end. <laughs> and I left Serana kind of in the dust and she was fighting mostly. Uh, so then you get to the end and you have to fight the uh, the warlord Gathric, which... Uh, it wasn't, you know, I mean, I had to take a lot of shots and all that. Um, there's like a big open area in front of you uh, down the steps, and then he's across the way. So I just did a lot of sneaking and shooting, and uh, I think I stayed mostly out of the room, actually. I believe he can sit right outside the room. I picked off the skeletons and then slowly picked him off. But uh, at this point, I still had a single enchantment bow, so, so it took a little while. Um, so I did all that, got my smithing up. Got, you know, looted that place, moved on. Um, went back, met with Gerard, cleared out the moldering ruins for him of some vamps. Um, you know, did his mission. Then I headed off to, then I was like, oh, you know what I got to do? I got to enhance the crossbow and all that. So I did, did all the quests for that for, uh, what's her name? Um, God, I can't, Jereen. Um, so I, lots of ums this episode. So I went, I did the enhanced crossbow one. We had to go to Orotheme and, uh, basically there's some bandits there to get the thing. Then the Redorans for the fire bolt, then to Robber's Gorge for the ice bolt. Uh, then the Rift Watchtower to get the shock bolt. Um, Dwarven crossbow was in Swindor's Den and the enhanced Dwarven bow was in... Or Dwemer Bell, I'm not sure what they call it, was in uh, White River Watch. So I did all those, and then I realized, after I smithed everything up, that I do not have the Dwarven Smithing <laughs> perk. So my regular enhanced crossbow was better than the Dwarven one. Uh, so, alas. Uh, but I, I do have that now. I just picked up that perk. I was like, yeah, I, I might as well have it if I'm going to have the Dwarven gear. Because then I can make the bolts and all that kind of stuff. So... So, uh, did all that, got everything I wanted, redid my bow. Re- I, I carry an elven bow with a uh, fire soul trap and shock, as well as a crossbow with fire soul trap and shock because, um, I, I'm still making the elven arrows. So I have like 500 of them and I'm going through arrows like water. Uh, so Serana and I head to the soul cairn, uh, cruise through there, shooting up bone men and stuff. Getting soul gems like 
just like mana from heaven, soul gems everywhere. Uh, doing some black soul gems on those uh, lightning rods. And then we make it all the way up to, well, we I did get uh, Arvac also while I was there. The horse, I returned to Skull. I just happened upon the, I was like, oh, there's that little, um, I don't know, like a little stone thing where his skull's in the center of it. And then they all turned to bone men. So I ran and hid and turned invisible and let Serana like start attacking. And I was hitting them with arrows from afar. Um, but anyway, so we, we go get to her mother. She's like, oh yeah, I'm stuck back here. You gotta, you gotta shut off these towers here. There's these these guys guarding them, and you got to go up there. So we did all that. Uh, the first one didn't go well, and well, after I I beat him, <laughs> we were running to the next one, and I got killed, and I forgot to save, so I had to go battle him again. But uh, the first one I went to was the one that is separated from the ground, where you got to jump on that that teleporting pit, and it sends you upstairs. So <sighs> afternoon coffee. Um, anyway, so I went around, we did those, uh, mostly sneaky because that's just pretty much how I'm playing this. I'm playing this character like my optimal way because I figure if I'm going legendary, um, I don't need to make it any harder. So, and, and actually right now I'm getting to a point where, um, I'm doing some pretty good damage with the bows and stuff, you know, I'm like a level 45 ish total. You know, I got a hundred enchant. Um, pretty leveled up on the things I use decently, like seventies archeries. You know, one handed, I'm like in the fifties. I uh, can do some. I got decent backstab enchantment. So, so I'm working my way up there. So that that's nice, and um, I, f- I feel comfortable being able to finish the Dawnguard quest without like it taking forty five days <laughs> to get through it. Like you know, when I get further along and the double dragons and all that stuff. I should be able to take them down in, like, at least 40 hours, I guess. I don't know. But, uh, so we did Soul Cairn. I, what, oh, I let Serana turn me into a vamp to go into the Cairn. And I was like, you know, I'm really just not up for being a vamp, being a, uh, being a vampire. So I went to a town and was like, hey, uh, Mr. Innkeeper, do you know of any way about, you know, you know anything that's going on? And they're like, oh, yeah, there's this guy in Morthal. He's, uh, you know, he knows about the vampire stuff. You should go see him. And uh, I think he's Falian, and uh, he ended up helping me out. I d- did that quest. I already had a black soul gem, so I just had to meet him the next morning, and he cured me of vampirism or vampirism. Uh, I also did the ghost girl quest where you have to go to Movar Slayer and kill him. So that was pretty cool. I like that quest. That's good. I, I like going through Movarth's area. Um, it's a fun sneak area. Although Serana kind of fucked that up a little bit. But, yeah, you know. She does that once in a while, but that's okay. It's okay. She's helpful. I'm liking her better than I did in the past. I don't know why. Maybe I'm thinking of Lydia who really screws up and runs in front of stuff. But, uh, although... Serana does, like, incessantly talk while you're, like, chopping wood or things like that. She'll, like, ask you over and over, is there anything you need? Is there anything you need? Like, no, I'm just, you know, making arrows over here. Don't really need anything. Um, so I, I made out of a cairn. We did that. We got cured. We did the whole rigmarole there. And um, heading 
back to Fort Dongard. So that, that's kind of where I'm sitting with my uh, legendary character. Um, I'm having a good time playing it because I'm doing it, you know, doing the sneak, doing the arrows. I like the crossbow. I prefer the bow because it's just faster. Obviously, the crossbow does more damage. But uh, you can fire faster with, with regular bow. So I, I do prefer that. I think um, I'm going to continue up to the glass on the light side. You know, so I can make glass uh, glass arrows and bows. I'll I'll probably go on to dragon as well, depending on how far I go with this character. I may go into the main quest because I've never played that on legendary. I don't believe, like uh, you know, specifically. So uh, I think after Dawnguard, I'll head into the main quest. But it's been so long since I did Dawnguard completely through, and I'm really enjoying it. So uh, I know I got some battles coming up. I know I got a a lot of. Uh, a lot of S to go through with um, some some Falmer and Snow Elves and things like that. So that's basically where I'm sitting. Um, other than that, um, that's pretty much the only bit I've played on the character. You know, just, just that kind of stuff. Uh, I do have a bunch of feedback. Uh, unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, whatever. I'm going to play it. But uh, unfortunately, I, I usually like to l- listen as I'm uh, recording so I can kind of bounce off of it. But I'm a little short on time this evening. And uh, some of it's been there for like a week. And I don't, I don't like leaving it wait uh, when people send things in like that because I really appreciate it. So um, uh, let me see who sent it in so I can say. I know Andrew did. I believe Colin did. I don't have it pulled up in front of me at the very second. So... And, of course, as I search through my this great radio, as I search through my mailboxes. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It was Andrew, Victor, and Colin all have feedback. And a bunch of that was from, well, Colin's was from a while ago because it was right after I did the other recording of regular episodes. So, yeah, I don't, I don't want to leave it sitting around too much longer for them. So that will be coming up after the jump. Um don't forget to check out uh, metalsharkstudio.blogspot.com and check out Max Level, the podcast over there from Blake, and whenever other things pop up over there, I'll be sure to mention them. Also, make sure you check out, uh, and when I just got the original artwork from Claire, uh, the, the actual painting she did for me, which is awesome. It just came in in the, uh, in the mail actually. And I had to go pick it up at the post office and I, they left a little card with and who it was from. And it said, G something or other. And I'm like, what? I don't know. I don't, I don't even know what the hell this says. And apparently they just wrote Great Britain. <laughs> so, uh, you couldn't like, uh, it was barely legible. And uh, for like a day I was like, all right, what am, what am I getting? Like audit it or something. When I get registered mail, I'm going to court. Uh, Stressful, stressful. Anyway, check out uh, Claire's Etsy store at etsy.com slash myfireprints, M-A-I-A-F-I-R-E-P-R-I-N-T-S. Join the Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash the Skyrimacta podcast, possibly. The link is in the notes. And uh, if you would, leave a review. That would be great on iTunes. That's awesome. We're on Stitcher. 
I am on Stitcher. I guess we, because uh, with the roundtables and things like that, I'll go with we. And uh, that's all I got. I think that's all I got. Later, everyone. Hello, fellow Skyrim addicts. This is Victor from the Facebook group here with a update of Willem and Uthgird. When Willem came to Skyrim, of course, it was a pretty traumatic experience, and he vowed after those first weeks of just trying to survive and finding armor and weapons to suit his needs that he would remain apolitical. But after being with Uthgird for some time and working through the companions and all of that, he, he finally decided that the Stormcloaks and the Nords really had a point. In fact, after becoming Harbinger of the Companions, Uthgird and Willem took some time to travel around to the north of Skyrim and ended up in the Pale, where Willem became the Thane and took on Gregor as his house carl. And during conversations with Gregor and Uthgird, who are both staunch Nords, I guess the final decision was made. Certainly this decision wasn't all that difficult for Willem, being half Redguard. He certainly has no love for the Aldmeri Dominion, nor for the White Gold Concordat. So the three of them have joined Ulfric and his rebellion, and have worked through some of the early campaigns up and through the campaign to take over Whiterun. Now, Willem wasn't all that happy about that, since he really kind of likes Balgruf, but it had to be done. Breezeholm certainly suits Uthgard much better than Riverside Lodge, and since the campaign to take over Whiterun, they have upgraded the house with a basement and a sub-basement and a library and a private entrance to the outside. It's really a wonderful place, and Gregor is very happy there as well. So, since the campaigns have been quite brutal, Willem decided to go out on his own and adventure a bit and leave Gregor and... Uthgird back at Breezeholm. So off he went through the countryside, killing lots of pesky bandits, and eventually ended up near Azura's shrine, where he decided to go visit and met Aranea, who convinced him to search for the star in Ilanalta's Deep down in Falkraith where he uh, had some interesting adventures with necromancers. Uh, not too bad, but uh, made it back. And now, after plucking the nasty wizard out of the star, he has taken on Aranea as a follower. She's quite a powerful mage and, and a good companion. And he has also gone back and picked up Lydia. And they are now on their way through Skyrim. Willem does realize that it's time to resume the campaign for the freedom of Skyrim, and will rejoin Uthgird and Gregor, and they will go off to the Reach to liberate the Reach. That's it for the Willem update. I just want to mention one mod this time, and that is One with Nature. It's not a simple mod, it's scripted, so you really need to know what you're doing if you're going to install it, especially if you think you might want to uninstall it. Scripted mods can cause all kinds of trouble if you don't know what you're doing on installing them. But I really love this mod. It is really the way it should have been, although that's easy to say. I understand the compromises that Bethesda had to make in this game, but I never liked the the way that animals are handled, especially wolves. I don't think that wolves attack people quite so much. They're not quite so vicious and bloodthirsty. And this mod allows you to change the behavior of each 
animal faction. So I've turned off the wolf aggression. I've also turned on friendliness in rabbits because I never, ever kill bunnies, ever. Now, I hate bears, so I have no problem killing them. And the only other modification I made was to uh, turn off the horker attacks because I never hunt horkers and they just need to be left alone. I did install One With Nature along with another mod called Sky Test, which is a mod that modifies animal AI and behavior and actually makes some of them more aggressive and some of them act a little more naturally. So combined, I think the two of them make a really wonderful uh, upgrade to the, to the way animals behave in the game. So that's it for me. I just want to thank Michael for allowing us to do these updates. It's really wonderful, and I love the Facebook group. So as Andrew says, happy Skyrimming. Hi, guys. Uh, this is Colin. And, uh, just uh, adding uh, another post. Uh, and, and, sorry, an update um, about what I've been doing on Skyrim recently. And I was going to do a little update on what I've been doing on my um, on the PC version that I bought. I um, bought the uh, anthology, anthology version. Um, that's the one with all the games on, uh, all the previous ones. And um, I was buying that so I could play some of the older ones, Oblivion, Morrowind, and things like that, so I can get a more knowledge about the history uh, and where it all started from. I don't know whether you can play the other games, but um, <coughs> like the very first one, Arena or Daggerfall. But I, I'm I, to be truthful, I haven't tried. <laughs> I uh, I bought um, the version as well, so I uh, I actually asked some advice from the guys in the group that if I bought that anthology version with all the games on, quietly, dear. Uh, yeah, I was. Um, I bought that version and I asked some advice from the group to say, um, like, would I be able to mod that version as well? Um, so if I can, or would I have to buy like a Skyrim on its own, like another uh, Legendary Edition and, and buy that one and just mod that? Or could I just buy the Anthology version and still mod the game? And I said, yeah, that's going to be fine, because uh, apparently they were all on separate discs and they were, so... Uh, Thanks to um, uh, was it the guys in the group? Uh, I think it was uh, Rob and Yana, uh, Victor, and I think it was one and a couple of other guys uh, helped me out. So they gave me some advices. So I got that version, and uh, I was planning on to add uh, a couple of different extra mods and sort of like you know change a, a bit of the game. And uh, yeah, that plan went completely out the window. The same with the with the plan. Uh, to play the other games because I haven't even loaded them up yet. <laughs> I've <laughs> uh, I'll put Skyrim in to say, well, I'll, I'll just do a little bit and then uh, I'll go and play. No, no, that that didn't happen. I uh, I started playing and uh, started adding a few of the extra mods. And um, I was watching. I watched a playthrough by a guy called Gopher on uh, on his channel. And he does a like a playthrough of Let's Play Skyrim, and uh, you follow his character as he does all the missions, and uh, it's really entertaining. It's really fun, and uh, the guy who does the playthrough is actually a modder. He does it so he can test his mods and test other people's mods. So he's got hundreds of them on there, like seventy or eighty of them, I think, or more. And um, 
as he's uh, playing through, he tells you, like, oh, I've installed this one, I've uninstalled this one, this one looks good. Uh, he actually done a video series called uh, A Beginner's Guide to Modding Skyrim. And uh, it tells you how to, like, the very first video, how to install, like, a very, very small mod that doesn't affect anything apart from one thing. And that was to, um, I think it's to change um, when the... Um, with the bards sing when the dragonborn comes, or well, the female bards, it changes it to that Macola, um, Madonna, whoever it is who sings that other dragonborn version, um, Nicki Minaj, whoever it was, she sang a different version, and uh, they load that up. So whenever the female bards sing dragonborns come, it's actually that version instead of the original one. So as I was playing, watching that, I'd watch it, pause it install the mod that he said and followed his instructions exactly do do exactly as he was doing there was a couple of points of where I was following doing exactly what he was doing and I installed the part and then he when he finished doing that part and he goes right now I'm going to show you the easy way to load up after he he didn't tell me that there was going to be an easy version afterwards so I went through the long version and found out there was a, an easier way so that was a little bit of annoying but you get used to him don't worry um, so, I um, I basically have no idea what I'm doing. I um, I just jump in heads feet feet first um, and um, just do whatever um, I was going to do and just kept on loading, loading more. So I think I had about like thirty mods loaded up, and that was before I even started my game. I hadn't um, I hadn't even started. It. I haven't even ridden down on the cart or anything. But with a few of them, that's the best way to do it, is to, um, like, you know, install all the mods, especially SKSE or Skyri, Skyri, sorry, or Frostfall. It's best to um, start off with a whole new game, uh, from what they say on their uh, their pages. So I just kept on loading more in, uh, following this guy's um, beginner's guide. Um, so I'm not here to tell you how to um, mod your game or, or anything like that, because basically I have no idea. I just wanted to give you an update and sort of like tell you like what sort of mods that I did have on and what I really like about them. Um, the, my favourite one I have is called um, Deadly Dragons and I love this mod. Um, it is great because um, that was one of the things I really hated about my Xbox version was how one my uh, biggest memory of my first character was uh, out near Stonefalls in the uh, in the rift you have that um dragon that you have to go up through the mine and once you come out from the mine up to the top you go up and you kill this dragon and it's right near Stonefalls so i'd done that so this is my very first character my very first playthrough so <coughs> uh, I uh, I don't know that you have to go through the mine to be able to get to him. So I all I see is the is the dragon head on the compass. So I'm running around the side of the mountain trying to jump up to get all the way. So I finally managed to get up the wrong way, coming in behind him. And uh, so it's a big old battle, sort of like you know trying to kill the dragon. And I do. We eventually get him. We kill him. And again, I still don't know which way I'm going. So I don't go through the um, the mine. So I we end up killing the dragon, 
we got that done. It was like, yes, we got it done. So then I jumped down the side of the mountain, go through, see, go through Stone Falls. Hi, how are you doing? Walk down, and then as you're coming out of Stone Falls, you're heading north, I think. You have that tower that's on the right-hand side, and it, you've got a load of dead Stormcloak soldiers everywhere, and uh, there's nothing around. There's no, there's no find. They're just all dead already when you arrive there. So I was like, oh. Crap, what's going on here? Am I going to get a quest or anything like that? So I walk over and I search the first dead body. And what do I find on it? But an amulet of Talos. Now I thought this was the greatest thing. I thought I found the mother load. I was like, oh my god. Shouts 20%. Oh, this is going to be awesome. I'm going to be able to shout people like, you know, every 10 times a second. Wow, this is going to be brilliant. I can get that. Was it blessing of Talos? That's not going to make it 40% quicker. Oh, this is going to be awesome. So I grabbed it, I looted the place, I was like, yeah, woohoo, yeah, Lydia, let's go. So run down, walked around the corner, straight into a bear, and three shots, and he killed me. And obviously, no, I didn't save, no. So I respawned. I had to kill the dragon again, because I didn't go through the mine, so I didn't auto-save. I didn't save after I killed the dragon. I was I was back miles away, and I... <laughs> And ever since then, I have hated bears, and I have hated the way that I could kill the dragon, and I couldn't kill the bear, because he had surprised me. Oh, no, he came right, rushing through the side and just hit me. And by, by the time I could get my weapons out, kind of do anything, Lydia was too far away because she was... <coughs> excuse me. was too far away because um, I was running. So, yeah, I died from a bear after killing a dragon. And I lost my amulet talus. I think I had to play like another ten levels before I could find another one. Because, as I said, it was my um, first playthrough. So, ever since then, I hated bears. And how bears were just as tough, or sometimes even tougher to fight, than dragons. And it was really annoying. So, when I watched uh, Gopher's playthrough, and he was showcasing this mod called Deadly Dragons... Uh, I knew one day I would get a PC, I would get Skyrim on the PC, and I would mod it, and this would be one of the first ones that I would, would install. And it was. And it is awesome. It's brilliant. Um, when you fight dragons, you know you've been in a dragon fight. There are probably now, I'd say, ten times tougher. Um, probably about twenty times tougher than any bear. And you've got loads of settings, so you can change the, the presets. So you've got vanilla, which is the same as your original version, so whatever you've got it set on. So if you've got it set on, like the game, Adept or Expert or Master, whatever you've got to sit on, that's what they will be set to uh, in the vanilla version. Um, but they, I did seem, they did seem a little bit tougher, but not that much tougher. Uh, and then you've got Expert, and after that you've got Insane. So they are the toughest. Uh, that's the toughest second setting you can have. And um, if you click on vanilla, then the attributes that they get, so they've get zero armor, um, and no special extra stuff. And then expert, they get a little bit extra stuff. And then insane, they're loaded up to the absolute max, which I've got to say. And so they've got plus 150 armor and 150% health and 150% magic resistance and 
everything like that. Then you've got these special ones of where um, they become 50% more resistant to stagger. So when you have a shield and you bash them in the face, they don't feel it. They don't bounce back as they usually do. Um, they just ignore it and then sort of like whack the hell out of you. Um, you've got also one where it's uh, if a dragon lands close to you, it will send you flying like a um like you've been hit with Fusroda and you can't get up, you have to wait until he sort of like, you know, discombobulates and sort of like realizes what the hell's gotta get up, shake his head and go Hoo! and uh yeah, so that that's and then um you get uh, staggered when um they take off if you're too close to them. So <coughs> that's really good. And then you have uh assault version. Which uh, you can set the timer uh, on that so that within every 159 hours of gameplay, you'll be attacked with an assault version, uh, which is where the dragons come out of nowhere and just attack you. And then you've got the randomizer, which, uh, and then you can set that at less time. Like for, I've got to set to 45 hours. So that could, so over the 159 hours, that randomizer could say that. Okay, so we've reset the clock, so we're going to um, attack him 45 hours earlier. So it just uh, it randomizes, so I don't sort of like think, oh, well, it's been two days, I'm going to get attacked by a couple of dragons tomorrow, or uh, so I don't don't know when it's coming. Uh, then you've got um, safe zones, so you can click it so none of the cities are attacked. Um but I've got that unchecked. And then you've got the on-leveler, which is, if you check this one, um, dragons that will be spawned uh, through the assault system, that's through this mod, uh, won't be tied to your level. So you could get attacked by a level 1 dragon, or you could be attacked by a legendary dragon, uh, and that's if you're at level 11 or 10. They'll cut, uh, a legendary dragon will attack you. It's the on-leveler. Just whatever dragon it feels of throwing at you, it will. Uh, and then you've got the assault type. You have a uh, single dragon, two dragons, three dragons, and then you also have a uh, weather effect as well. I have no idea what that means, but I've got it checked anyway. So, um, And then you've got the miscellaneous. So... Important NPCs are essential, so you can check that. So, all your quest giver NPCs who are not like they're not like Delphine who are invulnerable, um, but they give you quests. The dragons can't kill them; they can knock them down, but they can't kill them. And um, you also have this uh, conversion part, so you can actually, like, if you collect enough uh, dragon souls, you can convert them into perk points. To buy perk points with your skills. I don't use it though. Um, then you can also change the weight of your dragon bones and your dragon scales. I don't use that either. And then you've got uh, store settings. So it keeps them locked at whatever you decided. Otherwise if you reset your game or you start a new game it will change it back to the default. <coughs> um, so that one, um, if you really like your characters... The important NPCs. That one might be one for you to check because I ha I cannot become Thane of Falkreath anymore because um, <laughs> I uh, went to um, 
for Chris a few times. I managed to get the house, but on the three times that I visited there, I, I lost the guy who chops the wood, who gives you uh, Barrett's ashes. And because he dies, um, the priest of R.K., he won't give you the quest to go and get his journal. And then the next time I came back, uh, I lost uh, Messias, the guy who um, who lost his daughter. Um, so I don't even think I can get the um, uh, the sending quest anymore because Matthias is dead before I talked to him about that and I couldn't sell him any cabbages so because I couldn't sell him any cabbages I couldn't help him out so I can't become fan of Falkreuth anymore because all these people are dead uh, they hate me on Falkreuth now every time I show up like half the city dies uh, and I really like Lod so I don't think I'm going to go back there uh, It's uh, I think I'm going to have to leave that town alone before they run me out Um. So that's about it. As I said, uh, I have pretty much no idea what I'm doing about installing the mods, but I just wanted to let you know um, about the mods that I like, and this is my favourite one, because it makes sure that you know you have been in a dragon fight. You haven't just, like, completely tranced or uh, dominated over a a, uh, a dragon and then come out and then getting killed by, a, like, you know a random force war or something like that. That was just so annoying to me. Uh, in fact, on my Xbox version, what I used to do was I went down a couple of levels and used to play on Expert through the game, and then whenever a dragon would attack, I would go into the settings and then change it to Legendary uh, to increase the, th the toughness of the fight. And the only problem with that was, was there was a, a pain having to keep on going in and out of the menu every time a dragon attacked, and then either forgetting halfway through the dragon attack uh, to put it on, or forgetting to turn it off. So then I go and meet a bear, and the bear kills me. So it was just annoying. Um, one of the I don't want to tell you all about sort of like the different types of dragons. There was like it's just um, there's one I haven't met yet. Uh, he well I have, I'll probably haven't met loads of them, but there's one I've I've had an inkling of, but I haven't met him because I stepped out of a house. And I got blasted with some red rays of some type, and I fell down dead. And as I was lying there dying, he summoned Drugar Deathlord, ran past me, started attacking all the villagers. And then I, when I respawned again and came back out, it was just a normal dragon. But whatever dragon this was, it blasted me with red. It wasn't fire, but it was like those red beams or red mist, or something like that, and I instantly died. And as I was lying there dying, a summoned Drugar Deathlord was running past me. So this dragon can summon Drugar Deathlord. So I definitely want to meet him. Uh, and I haven't yet, so I'll let you know how that goes. Alright, um, thanks guys, and uh, I hope to see you in the Facebook group, or uh, I look forward to uh, listening to your feedback. Thanks, bye. Welcome to the sixth episode of I Have An, A Skyrim Addict Podcast Addiction, Minicast. Hi everybody, this is Andrew from the A Skyrim Addict Podcast Facebook group, and I just wanted to send in an update for my robot, Mazal Van Snicklefritz. I left off last time, and uh, there were still two Daedric artifacts that I had left to collect, and for this character, I made the goal of having to collect all the 
uh, Dwemer artifacts, and all the Daedric artifacts, and all the Dragon Priest masks, and then have to achieve a level overall level 50 before I could uh, continue on. And if you remember, I had to kill Vittoria Vici, which is a part of the Dark Brotherhood quest. I'm right now currently a level 40, so I'm getting pretty close. And uh, there were just two of the Daedric artifacts that I had left to collect, and a bunch of the Dragon Priest mask that I still haven't done yet. So uh, the one of the Daedric artifacts was acquired through the quest Whispering Door, and um, Mephila is in the basement of Dragon's Reach, and she is doing something nasty to the little boy who is the Jarl's son, and he wants you to figure out what is going on there. But anyway, after you complete the quest, you get a nice ebony blade, and when you use this blade, it brings out its true potential by murdering your close friends and those who you have previously assisted while questing. So every two friends that you kill... Mephila will speak to you and will increase the blade's absorb health power by 4 points, and it maxes out at a total of 30 points. Now these helpers that you have to kill, I think, are any followers or people that you have helped in the past. Uh, you know, when you have to do like 3 um, little quests in order to became, become Thane, I think those people would count towards this as well. I'm not perfectly sure, you might want to ask Colin. So now I have to fight dragons because I've opened up everything, but... I have yet to run into one, so maybe they didn't open up when I went there. Um, then I went to Riften to start the Thieves' Guild quest, so that I could get the last Daedric artifact that I'm missing, which is the Skeleton Key. And boy, is that Ratway gross. I had a really hard time. I'd forgotten how to get to uh, the little bar down in there, so it took me a while to figure that out again. It's a long, twisty sewer down there. But in order to get the uh, Skeleton Key... Um, you have to complete the Thieves' Guild quest. And so the quests I did were taking care of business, where the Thieves' Guild has fallen on hard times, and you have to make three people in Riften pay for the money that they owe to Brynjolf. And then we did Loud and Clear, which is you're supposed to burn three beehives at Golden Glow Estate. Uh, but I accidentally burned them all, and I forgot that I was only supposed to get three, so I did not get to keep my reward for that quest. Uh, after that, we did Dampened Spirits, where you have to poison Sabjorn's mead. That's the one where um, he's having a tasting for the captain of the Whiterun Guard. And uh, you have to sneak into the uh, Hunting Brood Meadery. You go into the basement under the guise of being a pest control man, and you poison the rat's nest, and then you sneak across all the way to the boilery. And then you also poison the vat, which is uh, the captain's tasting beverage. So then you go back to the bar and watch the captain drink the poison and then says, Oh, Sabjorn, what have you done to me? And uh, then Sabjorn gets taken off to jail. And so um, you've helped that, oh, I forget his name, the guy get, his, uh, get in charge of the meadery over there. And then you need to do Scoundrel's Folly which is you go all the way up to Solitude to shake down Gollum Eye. Um, he's an Aragonian that you find in the little shop there in Solitude. Uh, but you have to follow him into the East Empire Trading Company warehouse um, eventually. But he asks you before he'll tell you anything to go retrieve some firebrand wine from the Blue Palace, which was easily found just on the left side of the staircase that goes up there. And so once you bring that back um, to him... 
He will start to give you a little bit of info here and there about the Golden Glow Estate, but really doesn't want to give up the main bit of information. So now you have to shadow him and follow him. So you follow him through the uh, the East Empire Trading Company warehouse in solitude, and you at the end of that whole big thing, you'll get him to confess, and you will discover that the person who was in charge of the Golden Glow purchase was a mysterious person named Carlia. And... Um, after that, you have to do the Speaking with Silence, where you have to find Carlia at the Snowvale Sanctum, and she reveals that her she had a relationship with Gallus, who was the former leader of the Thieves' Guild quest, but she has been framed for his murder, and that Mercer, not she, was the murderer. So, um, they were servants of Nocturnal, known as the Nightingales. Everyone together there. And we... Also had to do Hard Answers, where Gallus has written a journal in Falmer language, and no one really knows how to read that, except for one dude who we know pretty well named Enthir. So we have to go find um, a translation, and to do that, you have to go to Calselmo's uh, laboratory and to the Dwemer Museum. Then you, after you get through all that, you have to take a rubbing of a stone that you find, and then you bring that rubbing back to Enthir for translation. And he translates it from the Falmer. And then from that, he will then translate the journal. And then you learn that Mercer defiled the Twilight Sepulchre and betrayed the Thieves' Guild. After that, you have to do something called the Pursuit, where you break into Mercer's house in Riften, and you have to kill his man Gimp by shooting a mechanism to lower the ramps, and then you break into his house, and you discover that he's after something called the Eyes of the Falmer. And then you know where that location is, so you go off to do the quest Trinity Restored, where uh, Mercer has stolen the skeleton key away from the Twilight Sepulchre. So we have to go to the uh, the Twilight Sepulchre to take part in Nocturnal's initiation to reform the new and improved Nightingales. And then you're off to do Blindsided, where you have to travel to Erkingthand uh, to track down Mercer Frey, and then you kill tons and tons of Falmer in there. There's lots of different ranked and leveled Falmer. So I've collected enough Falmer helmets to form an army of alchemists because remember you can do you can add a fifth piece of enchanted um, piece to your head you can wear a circlet and a Falmer helmet at the same time for some reason so I always enchant that stuff with uh, enhanced alchemy and in the um, when I was at Erkingthand I I died several times uh, because the Falmer were just super leveled and very tough uh, once you get through all that you have to slay Mercer Frey. And something funny happened there. Because I have the the two-handed shock power for my robot character, uh, things will disintegrate and turn into an ash pile a lot. Well, Mercer Frey was above the water in the final chamber, and when I shot him, his his ash pile fell to the bottom of the water, and I had a lot of trouble finding it until I was swimming and swimming around, because the arrow told me it was it was right there. So I actually had to go down to the bottom of the floor and pick up a bunch of stuff. Mercer has a ton of really good stuff on him. But that means when I picked up all of his junk, I was all of a sudden over-encumbered. And so therefore, I couldn't really swim very well and couldn't get back up top. And I was having a trouble figuring out what was happening because I couldn't really... I didn't notice that it said, uh, you are caring too much to, to run. And so after I figured out what was going on, 
I dropped some heavy stuff that I wasn't really wasn't really as valuable as all the the good junk that Mercer gives gives you. So um, then I swam up, and then you get to escape out of that final chamber. And uh, then I received the skeleton key there from his ash pile, which was my last Daedric artifact. So now I just need to start on the Dragon Priest masks. And um, there's a bunch of those I still have to do. I think I only have two or three of those so far. So that's where Mazal is left off. Um, I did do a little bit of the restoration uh, loophole, where you take the uh, restoration uh, potion, and you have your alchemy gear on, and then you create a potion of, you know, um, enchanting, so that you can just do that, and you take off your gear, drink another restoration potion, and then chant some more gear. You take your gear off, put it back on, drink another potion, and chant some more gear, and then all of a sudden, I have... A bunch of gear that is all um, 241% higher. I could have kept going, but I thought that was plenty. And I just really wanted my magic regeneration to be high-powered. So I have a... I'm calling this my ethereal gear, because this is my robot, and we got all this stuff from the Ethereum Forge, supposedly. I have a headpiece that has plus 241 points of magic and plus 241% magic of regeneration. I'm calling it the ethereal skin which is Dwarven Armor, has a 241% regen, plus 10% destruction, cost goes down, and then 60% less to cast. And also in my hands, my ethereal hands, I have the Fortify Heavy Armor by 96 points, and the Magicka is increased by 241 points. My Magicka level right now is 962, with 492% Magicka regeneration. And I haven't enchanted any boots yet because I still haven't found a muffle uh, enchantment anywhere and I always like to add a muffle to my boots so I'm not really quite all the way up with my ethereal gear but as soon as I get my my feet together we'll have all of the ethereal gear that we can handle so I would just like to close um, by asking um, everyone to please sign up for the Facebook group and please for gosh sakes go to iTunes and rate a Skyrim Addict podcast with five stars and please, if anyone would like to participate in the roundtable project we're doing, uh, for any information, just contact us at skyrimroundtable at gmail.com. And happy Skyriming! Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.